feedback from Discord. When we do the diversity inclusion, someone said, for God's sakes, please don't introduce yourselves again. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Metacast. I'm Josh Anderson. Okay, okay, oh, 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 oh. Trying to be more no nonsense at this point. Have you ever thought, Josh, what it's like to be inside my head? It's a scary place. So you got your first Scrum Master job, and you start in two weeks. What do you do? How do you do this thing you've never done before? And this episode is in response to a couple episodes ago where we talked about how you get your first Scrum Master job. So if you want to break into the Scrum Master world, you've never done it before, maybe you're coming from an adjacent industry or something, you did it, you listened to the episode, and we've actually had some people that did that, and yeah. they got the first job, yeah. and they start in like two weeks, and now what? See, you you got me unaware. I'm feeling very uncomfortable, Josh, because you didn't start the way we always start. You I know. Just, you just dove in. Well, you know, we've had some feedback about us introducing ourselves Too much. a lot. Yeah. So I'm not going to tell anyone who I am. Good. Well, they know who we are. You have to guess. Yeah. Or, or assume. Yeah, that episode... I mean, my daughter, I'll, I'll personalize it a little bit. My daughter has been thinking about pivoting from social work. She has a, she's a leader. Uh, she does organizational development in a firm in New York City. So to onboards social workers mm -hmm. and there is certification that they have to do, I guess, I don't know, professional certifications annually. Mm -hmm. So they have to have evidence. So it's, they have to have ongoing training to do government contracts and things like that to get funding. So she's she does that for a pretty large organization. So she does training, facilitation. She's, you know, good soft skills. And, and I've been trying to twist her arm to say, you know, a lot of that could be translated to Scrum Master. And I actually, I actually funded her. Like her, I, I paid for her Scrum Master and her PO certifications and things like that. Mm -hmm. Just trying to twist her arm. What a dad. Well, uh, I mean, I'm, it's self-serving. So <laughs> to, to some degree, right. So maybe we shouldn't celebrate your dad. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not. And she hasn't been, you know, incredibly, you know, she's been lightly interviewing, but she recently got offered and she has no direct, so... She has no direct technology experience. Mm -hmm. She's never worked in a development organization at yeah. all, like a software development or an engineering or an IT organization mm -hmm. ever. And she has no Scrum Mastery experience, and, yeah. but she got offered a position. And so this 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 cast is, is really relevant because I think about, like, what does the beginning look like then? Yeah. Because I think you can go through, in, our, in that episode, we talked about, like, the interviewing, how mm -hmm. to tell stories. Mm -hmm. How to translate your what you do have, your strengths that map your soft skills and how do they map into storytelling and things yeah. like that from a scrum. But then there's the walk in the door, either the physical door or the virtual door. Right, yeah. And like, here's your... T so there is this, you know, epiphany moment, I yeah. think, for folks. Of like, you walk in the door and you meet your team for the first time. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. And you've been down this path. I've been down this path. So many of us have gotten that first role in an agile sense 
Scrum Master was the first thing for me that was like an official role. And I remember my wife saying, you've never done that. Like, how are you going to do that? And I'm like, I think I'll be okay. I'll figure it out. But there is that moment of like, okay, the first standup happens. And like, what do you do? How do you, how do you become a voice? How do you establish the role? How do you establish yourself? So I think the first thing I would, I would recommend is embrace your imposter syndrome. So in this, in the, as you walk in, you're going to have, you know, you know, orders of magnitude, imposter syndrome, mm -hmm. and, and you're not an imposter, but you're going to feel that way. So I think like, look, you, you know, look your imposter syndrome in the eye, do a little research on it. There's a wonderful video. The Atlassian founders have a video. Yeah, they are great. Look at that. I forget his name, but one of them has talked about imposter syndrome and it's like a Michael Cannon Brooks. Yeah. And it's a 15 minute thing. And the key, the key point he makes is don't let it freeze you. So, so I think, I think from a meta point of view, mm. right. I'm coming back. Everything comes full <laughs> circle. Josh. From a meta point of view, don't freeze, trust yourself mm -hmm. or, or somehow goose yourself or energize yourself because freezing the imposter syndrome could freeze you. So don't freeze. Maybe another thing is recognize, like acknowledge it with your team, right? Mm -hmm. Like the people that interviewed you, they know what you, they hire, they're hiring you for a reason. They hired you for strengths and they understand Rihanna. And I think she did a good job of saying, I am not right. I don't have, she didn't try to fake her scrum master experience. Mm -hmm. She tried to do the mapping. Mm -hmm. So I think the company, if they did a fair job of interviewing mm -hmm. you, then they know, they know what you're good at. They know what you don't have and they still hired you. Mm -hmm. So, so I think when you come in, just sort of trust your team, bond yeah. with your team, you know, do what you can and expect the team to help you where, where they can. Right. So it's not, it's not the burdens not on you. What do you think about that? Yeah. I think there's two things. Number one, be you because they did hire you. They didn't hire somebody else. They hired That's you. Trying, yeah. So be comfortable in that. Be confident in that. Also, any reasonable leader that hired you is not going to throw you into the deep end. They aren't going to give you the worst team, the hardest product, the strangest whatever. Right. So be comfortable that, yes, you're going to have some challenges, but you should not be presented with the biggest, scariest challenges that are out there, you should be allowed to ramp up. And if not, then, you know, maybe life's a little bit hard, but you'll figure it out because you're there for a reason. But you should expect not to be thrown to the wolves. Actually, when I talked to Rihanna as part of her process, we were talking about when you do interview or, or companies, you want to assess them. So it's not just about them interviewing you. Mm -hmm. You're interviewing them to say, are they going to mentor me? So not only are they aware right. of what I know and don't know, but are they going to surround me? Yeah. You know, is, is someone going to coach me? Are they going to pair me up with someone who can help me? Are they going to provide a mentor for me? Yeah. Not as a crutch, but clearly as, as a collab. And that's part of the collaboration nature of, of Scrum and Agile, I think. Yeah. And, and that's part of what she's seen, I think, in her interviewing is, yeah, yeah they're going to surround me. I'm connecting. Right. Like, who you report to, I think, matters more. Mm -hmm. Right. Are they are they going to have the time and the wherewithal and the intentionality to mentor you? Right. Have one-on-ones with you and really, you know, sort of grow you. Because mm -hmm. you're going to need that. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. 
What else? I keep coming back to, and I feel like it's repetitive, but I keep coming up with scenarios where the don't freeze thing comes in. Your team needs you to be the scrum master. Maybe you've never done it before, but you've been put in that position. So in those standups, in the sprint plannings, in the refinements, in the, all the things you have to be out there. You know, it's, it's our oldest son is a pitcher and they put you on the mound. They need you to throw strikes. You can't worry about it. Like that's your job. So you need to recognize that you're put in this position and like you have to aggressively do the job. If you stand on the mound and you tentatively try to throw strikes, it's going to be a disaster. You have to go there and be kind of aggressive. Don't like, you can't be a jerk about it, but you got to be aggressive with like, Hey, I'm here to make a difference. I'm here to do something. If you just be like, Oh, I'm new and kind of tiptoe around. No, I agree with you. So you may not know, or have the direct experience, but you have to have the boldness of, I own this. Yes. That's better right. said. I own this. Yeah. Right. Whether I like it or not, whether I know what to do or not, there's no one else going to be there. Right. And I have to show up. Yeah. I, I ha- I'm not trying to overly talk about their, my daughter, but Rihanna and I were talking about like what the scrum mastery looks like. Mm-hmm. And to her credit, she's shown curiosity like there's a, there's a post on the scrum.org site that's longer than it's pretty long. It's like 20 plus pages that talks about the eight or 10 stances of a scrum master. Mm -hmm. Just like we talk about the stances of an agile coach Mm -hmm. and there's the stances of a scrum master. And that's part, it's not just facilitating a daily standup, right? Right. You have to show up in the, in, in sort of the, all the nuance of it. Mm -hmm. Now you can have some areas where you're more comfortable and less comfortable, but you have to realize like I have to mentor the team. Mm-hmm. Like if there's an opportunity, I'm going to be coaching the team mm-hmm. or I may be coaching up. I have to r- run events. Yes. I have to facilitate events. I have to partner with the product owner. Yes. Et cetera, et cetera. Right. Mm-hmm. I, there's this, but you have to understand the nuance of the role yeah. and really put it on and then take action. I, I, I think that's, you don't get a pass for that. No. Or you don't, and you don't, you can't skip stuff. Like you have to, you may let's say you suck at something. You have zero experience in this stance mm-hmm. right but you need to know that you own the stance so you can ask for help for that yeah, stance. right you, right you can't you can't not do it you have to have the self-awareness to at to reach out yes yeah so so you have to have the boldness to do the job but also don't be ridiculous you know you haven't done it before you still have to do the job yep. you might say like gosh okay i'm trying i'm not doing as great as i'd yep. like can you help me or something but you still need to do the job just because you haven't done the job doesn't mean like you get a pass yeah. like oh, i've never done this you know yeah. it, it, it's okay now you're in there you're in the game you got to play the game and again like we talked about at the beginning you should be in a position where you're not going to be put in a really tough spot you know it should be a nice glide path but once you're there go with it right you got the job you wanted now like run with it Welcome to our Diversity and Inclusion Minutes. I'm not going to say our names because I've been told we introduce ourselves too many times. So here we are. So <laughs> Heavy, so, awkward transition. Yeah. So I'll dive in just talking about some things. I, My daughter and I did a presentation a few weeks ago now, 
at the Charlotte Women in Agile group. So it was really, a, gosh, it was a privilege to speak there. And we, we talked about diversity and inclusion. And there was, and maybe like 40 people showed up, 45 people showed up. So Charlotte has a nice uh-huh. Women in Agile community down there. Raleigh has a chapter, but it's not real active. So uh-huh. Charlotte has a pretty active, it's a credit to the leaders down there. And I think they may have recorded it. So did that, talked about that, but there was a group down there and I'm blanking on their name. We'll put it in after the recording. There's a a nonprofit in Charlotte that is investing in children down there, like STEM technology, Mm -hmm. introducing it to kids in Charlotte. But then they went to uh, Kenya, I think, and they're fostering some boot camps and things there. Wow. And I just fell in love with the the ladies who were talking about what they're doing. And I assume they, they accept donations. So if people are also excited, them, then we can put accept, a link in there yeah, for them. I to, would, I would love folks to take a look at what these folks are doing. And and I can put that other organization that, okay. that I've talked about. So we have two organizations mm-hmm. that are doing work with young girls. Mm-hmm in Africa mm-hmm. to introduce them to technology and they're doing just wonderful work yeah. and and every dollar because of the economics there every dollar that you put in has a multiplicative mm-hmm. effect there gotcha so just I'm just really privileged to do that so that's that's what I've got okay I got a couple things one I I have received some feedback from listeners slash viewers that I really respect that have been in our twitch chats have really engaged in discord all of the things and it's like hey can you not put the diversity and inclusion right in the middle of the episode like i really like the episode and then you slam on the brakes we're choosing to keep this content here because it's important to us and we know if we were to decide to sell ads on metacast this would be the most expensive ad we could charge for And it's important enough that Bob and I, number one, we're not putting ads in here. And number two, we are putting this in what we believe to be the most expensive, the most valuable moment in our podcast because we think it's that important. So I understand it's disruptive, but we believe it's important enough to keep it here. I appreciate that it might be frustrating, but it's going to stay here. So the only thing that I have that really leans into diversity and inclusion is more on, well, no, it's not. So it's One of the things I've learned over the past year or so is the value of pronouns. And this is something that I didn't understand. So on LinkedIn, people uh, may see others having he, him, or she, her. And for a while, I didn't understand that and thought like that, why would you do that? Right. And then education at work, it was uh, trans inclusion day. Right last week and i had been talking about pronouns and learning about pronouns because i i have friends that are that are working through that and try and have been asked have asked me to use different pronouns when talking to them and i am working my butt off to do that and i have understood the importance of that so i really do incur i i am certainly not an expert i am learning i'm trying to get better for the friends i have that i that i really care about and i'm trying to get better at so when you see that on linkedin be thoughtful about it and maybe do a little research on pronouns and it might be worth you updating your profile because the more we all can do it then the more comfortable everybody else is around using pronouns that might be different than what others expect. 
Well, and it's meeting them where they are. Yeah, exactly. Right. I remember years ago, one of the best scrum masters I've ever worked with, Jeb, was in Atlanta. And Jeb is now Gina. Mm-hmm. And and I had written, I'd actually written a blog post and I referenced Jeb in it, talking about his scrum mastery. And then when he was looking, when she was looking for work, it's like, can you update that? Can you update right, that yeah. blog post? And, yeah. I, and I did. And it was, it was actually hard for me because I was programmed to Jeb. It was, it was, it was, it was just, I was programmed with that, like him, he yeah. and Jeb. And, but it was, I detected it was really important yes, for him. It is. And to go to Gina. Yeah. And, and like you, I didn't learn that until it was smacking me in the face. And someone said, Hey, can you please use yep. they or there? Yeah. And caring about the person as deeply as I do, it, it, it's yes, absolutely. Yeah. I will absolutely yeah. do that. But it is, it takes effort. So I do ask that you put in the effort and, and, and help everyone out there. And to Bob's point, meet people where they are. Yeah. It's, it's the only responsible, respectful thing to do. So I want to, I want to real quickly, I did another, Anthony Mercino is a coach in Chicago and he's doing some diversity work and he has a little diversity minute podcast or something that he does video and uh, I can get Josh I'll send you a link to it and I, he invited me on he normally invites other he tries to give folks you know women in agile or people of color he tries to give them a stage but he invited me because he knows what we're doing in the mm-hmm. cast and things like that and I we I spoke for maybe 15 to 18 minutes but net net where I left it is I, I think and this is my mantra is we're trying to do something, mm-hmm. right? We're not trying to talk about it. We're trying to do it. And it requires hard work and heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. So that goes back to what Josh was saying, Metacasters. This may be interrupting you, et cetera. I, 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 we care, but we don't care. We care more about diversity. We care more about change. And we care more about what are we trying to do. We're not perfect. Mm-hmm. But we're trying to use our stage to be role models. Yep. We hope you see that and appreciate that more than the interruption. And our whole goal is that it creates a pause for you and gets you thinking about what can I change, what can I do, because it will take all of us. So, and it and the, with emphasis on the do. Yep. Right. It's doing. Yep. Let's get back to that episode. Okay. So you made a transition. What st- storage or what is it? Storable. Mm-hmm. You made a transition from a technology leader to a product-oriented leader right right there. And your first day as a product-oriented leader, Mm -hmm. you're not a product guy, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, you you have some, but but there was ambiguity, right? And you walked in. So you were in this position. You took a job Mm -hmm. where you didn't have as much of a clue as you did on the other side, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And so what what I'm leading to is I think there's also this case, and it kind of goes to imposter syndrome maybe a little bit. You have to be comfortable with emergent. You have to just be able... So part of it is movement and imposter syndrome is you have to be comfortable just experimenting and trying shit, mm-hmm. right? You have to just like... like like just just and have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. So instead of looking at it as I don't know, like look at I don't know as an opportunity to try some wild thing mm-hmm. and see how it an experiment and see how it lands and i and so i think you need that mindset that a playful mindset an experimental mindset an emergent and you need to be really comfortable with ambiguity yeah right yeah that, that that's the that's the thing that i always fall back on is that i trust 
that I will land on my feet. That's that's a better way of saying it, right? And I know it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. But your experience, and this is going to be true of my daughter. My daughter has oodles and oodles of experience. She mm-hmm. doesn't have direct experience. If she if she experiments, she will land ninety percent of the time. I am confident she will land yeah. on her feet. Right. But it's the you got to you got to jump. Yeah. And, well, and like you see those cats that are dropped right. upside down, and all the contortions they have to go through to land on their feet. That's what you have to do. You have to be willing to be dropped. Right. From way up high, upside down and backwards, and be comfortable that by the time you hit the ground, you're going to make whatever movements, whatever adjustments yep. are needed to land on your feet. And that's uncomfortable. Yeah. That's incredibly yeah. scary and incredibly uncomfortable. I, I can do, I, I, to be honest, I do that in most consulting gigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I told clients how often I'm just winging it, mm-hmm. they would be like frightened. And it's like, I thought you knew everything and you've tried everything. Right. And I've tried a lot of stuff, but there's this contextual nuance. So very often I'm leveraging my experience, but the individual things are unique. Yes. Right. And, and, that, that, and it's dangerous. Yes. And I really want to lean into that where I see so many first timers new whatever where there's a expectation that there's one answer that there's one answer that bob knows the answer that if you do this you're fine and like just 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 do the process and sometimes that gets in the way and the it becomes about the process and less about solving the problem so be aware that your job is filled with ambiguity your team is different than every other team your product is different than every other product, all of that, like just because you can recite the scrum guide, that doesn't mean you have all of the answers. You're going to have to try things. You're going to have to experiment. So get comfortable with that. Know that that's going to happen, not just on day one, but on day every day. Yep. I would agree. There's a, there's an activity part. I think when you walk in, you have to be present day one. There's a stand up. So let's talk about the dynamics of a scrum at. There's a mm-hmm. daily stand-up. Right. So you can't say, so I think there's a go in softly and listen more than you talk mm-hmm. for the first sprint or two. And, you know, so listen, listen, and, and actively listen. Not just yeah. listen, but active, observe and listen. So there's this listen before you start changing everything try to understand the history of why they got where they're at so don't come in judgy don't come in tell you know yeah. don't don't guess as oh oh that's wrong so there's a there's a sort of a laid back listening observing thinking about things but then in the scrum master role it's also but dive into the daily stand up you got mm-hmm. you got to own the stand up or refinement i've got to and and so it's i think there's a a weird juxtaposition of you know, half of the time you're, you're listening when you first go in and you're just think you're getting, you're reconnoitering and <laughs> what? what did you, reconnoitering. Yeah. Or orienteering, right? Oh, you're, okay. or, you're orienteering. And in most jobs you could actually get away. I'm sure you did that in your job. You did a lot of orienting yeah. initially yeah. And, and then you started taking a response. But the, the, the dynamics of a scrum master job is what I'm saying is there's some stuff, there's some stuff you have to do right away. Yeah. And so it's, it's a little bit torn that way. So you have to have this balancing act. Do you see it that way as well? Yeah. And I think about some of the consulting gigs that I've did, like that's a, 
it's a very compressed version, but you go in, you observe, you figure it out, and yep. then you take some action. And, and that's, that's what you do every time somebody calls you. Absolutely. Right. Every time that you are helping a company, wherever it is, yep. the first thing you do is, you know, kind of watch and listen and learn. But in this case, it's weird. And I think it's, it's probably due to the product owner a little bit, but the scrum master is so daily active. Yeah. Like I'm, I have a sprint Yeah. and you have activities so what I'm getting at is don't get sucked into just the activities and don't get sucked into just being quiet and listening. Mm -hmm. You sort of yeah. have to okay, figure out you. the yeah. balance of both. You got to do both, right? Yeah. And just carefully navigate that. I think that's probably a unique thing to the Scrum Master role because it's so tactical. Yeah. It's so execution focused, yeah. right? Yeah, you're right. What else do you do? First week, couple of weeks. Say, I don't know. Be comfortable with saying, I don't know. Be comfortable with failing. Mm -hmm. uh, fail small. In fact, I would, I would, this is going to sound weird, but I would, I, you know, if I'm not failing, I might create a failure just to see how everything goes with that. I, I don't know what that looks like, but, you know, trip into a room and fall in, you know, or something. <laughs> uh, no, no, but, but in all seriousness, show, show my humanity, show my vulnerability, not shy away from that. Yeah, I think that's a great point of... We've talked a lot about being bold and launching in, doing the job, the responsibility of that. But there, but there is power in vulnerability, power in knowing who you're, the team knows you haven't yeah. done this job before. Yeah. So again, don't 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 pretend you've been doing this for decades. Yeah, go in and be yourself. But like, jump in, jump in, yeah. knowing who you are. Yeah, like it's it's weird. It's almost like a yin and yang to this discussion, yeah. right? But absolutely, like yeah. jump in, be yourself. Fail, succeed, know stuff, don't know stuff, balance here, be quiet over here, be bold in the stand-ups, whatever it is, but navigate that. Mm -hmm. but really be all, like presence, be present, be all in. What else? I'm going to say something that you might not like. Oh. Given the last video that we published where I talked about using Scrum to change a culture. Go ahead. I think you could practice scrum on yourself and have a little like sprint plan for like this week. Here's what I'm going to do. Have a little backlog of like, Hey, I'm going to get better at this. I'm going to aggressively attack this and focusing on just that. So keeping your work in progress limits low, not trying to get better at everything, but like have that backlog of improvements you want to make, have little retrospectives of like, how'd it go? Maybe talk to your team. Like, Hey, how are you doing? How are things going? Is this working? I'm trying. What do you think? Not only do I agree, but but I'm like plus 20 to that. Ooh, plus 20? Yeah. Dang you were afraid. And I can see the connection back to yeah. I'm just I'm trying to be open minded. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to show up. I'm trying to change, Josh. Oh, wow. too. But no, I like what you so I would I would actually say scrum and kanban. Mm -hmm. And so I would so I'm not trying to sound confusing. Practice what you preach yourself. Mm -hmm. And so start with Scrum. Mm -hmm. uh, but then three months in, then switch to Kanban. Mm -hmm. And do whip limits and visualization. And, and on yourself. On, on yourself. On, That's what, on you oh, no, doing on the your job. Desk. Yeah, yeah. No, on your desk. Have a whiteboard over your, over your terminal at home in your virtual environment. Uh, terminal? This isn't 1980, Bob. <laughs> Where <laughs> <For> your terminal? 
He just gave me the bird. <laughs> uh, I mean, touche. But that so sometimes I date myself. That really dated myself, didn't it? Gosh, and you didn't yeah. let it go. No, there is an option to let stuff like that I slide, know, you and know? like you were on a really good point, and then I ruined it. And I was agreeing with you. I know, and you still, was... and you still. So, but, but I'm, I'm really. I, I mean, I'm resonating with what you said at home on the fridge behind and really and really do it and not just do it for yourself. So there's this private learning and, and it's going to give you an advantage. But then talk about what you learned. Mm. Not mm-hmm. like, oh, I was on my I was I was doing my backlog grooming last night and I realized that I need to slice my stories differently or something. Mm-hmm. Or I just I just failed my last sprint. But that gives that gives you a whole line of learning. So there's personal learning, and then there's shared learning with your team, or teams. And I just love that. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's end on that. Do you feel good about that? Or do you have anything else? I want to. I want to think about. I really want. This is an important topic because this is a risk. This is a. T- this is a challenge for people to come mm-hmm. in. Did we cover? I, I I think you need to read. So please read a couple. Like Jeff Watts has a wonderful book like Scrum Mastery, so it it, it relates to it relate. I think you have to become a continuous learner mm-hmm. and a continuous doer. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of assuming you've done all of that if you've gotten to this point. Yeah, but you may not have. Okay, okay. Yeah, you could have just done the certification. Yeah, okay. Because just how my mind works, like I wouldn't be in this position getting a job like this if yeah. I hadn't like decided and done all those things. But, but, uh, but maybe do you it haven't. Again. But, but I'm yeah. saying, and I even do it again. Yeah. What I'm saying is you need to you need to become a deep student of Scrum yeah. Mastery. Yeah. Oh, I got something. Okay. I... One of my favorite product people that I've ever worked with, Pamela, I'm naming you. She opted to not go get her product certification until after she had done the job for like a year. That's my preferred path, actually. So maybe a year in, revisit those trainings because now Uh, your ability to connect those dots will be that much greater and that will be a real accelerant for you in your career. I would I would buy that, and then let's land on this. Yeah, there's so many virtual groups nowadays Ooh, yeah. that have Scrum Master groups. Our Raleigh Durham meetup group used to have them. I know there's I know there's a Scrum Master focused group in Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. Dallas, Texas, Denver. There's one. My daughter actually attends a couple. So you're looking for these peer groups to network with. I would say do that. Mm. I would say do that in general. But what it's going to do is it's going to give you a network of people that you can sounding boards that so yes. you should have mentoring inside the company. But in, let's say you're joined a small company where you're the only scrum master or you're one of two, mm-hmm. then then really develop your your external network. And it's not it is not hard nowadays. You yeah. can really do that. It will be fledgling, but I am going to create focus groups in our Discord server for scrum masters and product owners and folks like that to have a dialogue discussion there. Yes, there are a ton of other good ones and I am hopeful we can connect people to all the places. Yeah. But that's the that's that's the community that we're trying to build where people can help yeah. each other. So there's all those things that are out there plus we're going to create something as well. I really like this episode cuz it connects so actively back to that other one. Mm-hmm. And and I'm really glad we visited this because I was thinking like, you know, you're motivating folks. There there's a couple people 
that have gotten jobs with very little experience due to themselves, but also, you know, we provided some inspiration. Yeah. But then there's this like disconnect of, okay, like day one. Yeah. Now now what what the hell do I do? So we've talked about that. If anyone has any ideas that we missed or an extension to this episode, I wouldn't mind doing a part two or whatever, or three to this. If there's some areas that you think we missed or you'd like us to hear it talk about, like successful entry and ramp up, man, just hit us with that. Yeah, and you can connect with us on Twitter at meta-cast, all spelled out, or in Discord, the server link is below. All right, so I think we stick a fork in this sucker. Let's do it. From beautiful downtown Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina, I'm Bob Gallen. And I'm Josh Anderson. Shake and bake. Take care, y'all. You know, I usually say... I, I, I messed it up. You stole it from me. I'm sorry. That's, you know what it is? It's just, I think that I, I've been on the terminal too long. <laughs>